Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on into the room. I am Kenyatta Gray. And I want to first thank DC Now Events for inviting me on their platform tonight to talk about how to become an author, which is, you know, an amazing thing because I think for some reason next year, 2021, we're going to see an explosion of new authors who are going to be talking about their time during COVID and being you know, and sequestration and, you know, all of these things that we're going through. So I think that this is a great topic at a great time. So I want to thank DC Now Events for inviting me on their platform. So again, I am Kenyatta Gray. I'm a published author of five books and I wrote and released these five books between 2019 and 2020. So I, I, it, I was busy that whole entire year. And not only that, I am also the owner of a company called Flights in Stilettos based in the Washington DC area. And it's a travel accessory company. And so that's actually how I got to know DC Now events because they were hosting one of their first events in about 2018. And I sponsored their event with um, my Glam Girl Beach House. So I am very excited to be on this flat platform to talk to you about a few things um, and just to let you know um, how I went about becoming a published author. And so if you have any questions this evening, um, this is going to be a really short session. Feel free to go ahead and put those questions in, um, you know, use the, the chat box to ask your questions and then I will ask your, I will answer your questions as time permits. And if there are any questions that I am not able to answer during this time frame, then feel free to send me a DM or DM DC now events and we will definitely get you the answer that you need. So I'm going to be talking about a few things, actually just four things that I agreed to talk about tonight with you all. So thank you all for joining. The first thing we're going to talk about is being clear about why you want to become an author. And then we're going to talk about the fact that there's help for you. Um, if you're a new author or you're thinking about becoming an author. And we're going to talk about the key differences between self-publishing and traditional publishing. And then we're going to talk about one of the biggest things ever. And that is actually marketing your book. So again, in terms of being clear about why you want to be an author, you need to be real specific. You need to understand your why. You need to understand what it is that you want to accomplish in being an author. But when you understand why you want to become an author, it's going to propel you. It's going to keep you moving forward. And when I think about my why, I became an author specifically to honor someone's legacy um, that was very important to me. So because I knew why I wanted to become an author at that time, I was able to move forward. You may hear stories about people that say, I want to become an author or I wrote a book 
but I just was never able to finish it. And it could be because they just weren't very clear about their why, right? And so in addition to understanding your why, I want you to actually understand the key differences between two different types of writers, right? So there is what you call a professional writer, and then there is someone that is an entrepreneur that decides to write a book, okay? So the key difference is, is that a professional writer is someone that is cranking out maybe 10, 15 books per year, and they're writing books because guess what? That's their sole income. They make money off of their books. And so this is their profession. This is their career. This is what they do. Now, you get someone like me that's an entrepreneur that writes a book. I'm not writing a book because I necessarily want that to be my income stream. I'm writing a book because I want to gain credibility and influence in a particular area. So writing a book for me is a means to get to get paid doing something else. So for example, you know, um, I talk about domestic violence, right? And so I actually wrote and released a book related to domestic violence. So I don't necessarily have a desire to, you know, sell millions of books um, talking about domestic violence. But what I do want is for that book to enable me to get speaking engagements talking about domestic violence or to do podcasts or just to really have credibility and be considered a subject matter expertise. I don't plan to make writing books my main source of income, but I want my books to help me to make money in certain areas. So I want you to be, I want you to understand that there writers kind of fall into those two categories. You're either a professional writer, you make money off of your books, or you're an entrepreneur. You don't necessarily care to make a whole ton of money off your books. That's not your, your sole income. You're using your, your book to actually drive something else. All right, so that is something that um, a lot of people aren't really clear on, and I wanted to make sure that you all knew those two distinctions. So again, if you're just now joining, I am Kenyatta Gray, and I am gonna be telling you a little bit about how I became an author and give you some tips if you are a new and aspiring author. And I'm curious, of those that have joined this evening, can you go ahead and drop a one in the comment box if you are currently an author? And drop a two in the box if you are an aspiring author. I'm very curious as to who is participating on this live tonight. So now that we're clear about the different kinds of authors and the fact that you really need to understand why you want to be an author, because that's what that's going to be the reason why you continue down this journey. It's going to be it's going to give you, you know, your energy. You're going to get energized when you think about becoming an author and, and publishing your own book. But if you are a new or aspiring author, right? Yeah, you're going to have to do the work of writing your book. But there's help. And I really want you to understand that there is a profession out here called author coaching. So the same way that there are business coaches, athletic coaches, singing coaches, there is a profession, there is an author coach. 
And this person is really responsible for helping you to understand from the point of you having an idea or a concept about a book. They are there to guide you through that process um, until you actually have a book in your hand. And just like any other coach, they're not going to do the work for you. An author coach is going to help you to bring out the best in you. And they're going to give you some tools and some resources and some advice and some guidance. And so specifically, they can help you, you know, develop or write the outline for your book. They can help you to identify um, gaps in your story so that your story is logical and that it makes sense. You don't want to put something out there because, you know, the internet has no chill. You put some garbage out there. You know, you rather know up front what you're putting out there because you're working with an author coach. An author coach is very valuable to this entire process. Okay. Um, I want you to understand that they'll give you feedback about your writing style. They'll help you to develop a project plan for your book. And they will help you make decisions about distribution, the editors, the proofreaders, and things of that nature that you're going to need to know in advance before you actually publish your book. So it is very valuable to, to invest in an author coach, right? So I actually participated in an author coaching program. I myself am not an author coach, but I participated in a four-month author coach program and it made the world of a difference because it's not just you write this book and then it just is. You actually need to understand that writing a book is actually very much a business, right? Right. The book business is very similar to the movie business, to be very honest with you. And so but you'll understand those dynamics and those nuances, actually, if you are able to work with the author coach and then some other sub um, coaches could also be like a marketing coach to help you with strategizing how to market your book. And there's even a writing coach that helps you to really formulate a killer, killer story, right? And one of the best things that you can do when thinking about your book and, you know, is come up with an amazing title. An amazing title will go far. But like I said, if you invest in an author coach, they really can help you through the writing process. I don't want you to think that you have to do this thing alone. Okay, so moving right along, you've, you know, you've, 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 you know what your why is, why you're writing a book. You got an author coach that's going to help you on your journey to becoming an author. So now it's time to make some decisions like how are you going to publish this book, right? And so there's several different options. What I would highly recommend you do is um, certainly set up some meetings and some consultations once I tell you like what your options are. But, you know, the more information that you have so that you can make an informed decision about the best route for your book, the better off you'll be. And so I see that we have a lot of people that are still joining. So again, I am Kenyatta Gray. And I am an author and I've been invited um, by DC Now Events to talk to you about becoming an author. And so we were just getting ready to talk about self-publishing versus traditional publishing. So traditional publishing is a very interesting um, process. And so before 
back in the day, um, we didn't have the options that we do now in terms of self-publishing and indie publishing. It was really just kind of like one process and you had to go through traditional publishing. Times have changed, you know, things are different now. But I want to give you an idea of what traditional publishing is. So basically with traditional publishing, you write your book, you submit it to a publisher, and you hope and pray that it gets accepted. And if it does get accepted, you'll get a contract and then the publishing company actually takes over doing a lot of work for you. They will um, take care of handling your marketing, your proofreading, um, getting your book ready for distribution. They take control of that, right? So you hear me saying they, they take control of that. That means that you don't have as much control over your book as you may if you choose another route. And not only that, one of the biggest things is that you don't retain um, a lot of profit from your book. So obviously, if you're working with a traditional publishing company, they got to get paid. They got to get their money. They got to get their cut first. And so what you're left with is um, a very small portion of what they call royalties. And um, not only that, a lot of times with traditional publishing companies, even though you're the writer, you you know, you're the brains behind it, but because you're under their contract and the publishing company has to do what's best for the publishing company, they could come in and change, you know, your plot in your book and make changes because they have to do what's best for the publishing company. And so that is one option. And then the other thing is um, about publishing companies is that you don't necessarily pay a lot of fees up front. And in some cases, you may even get some type of, of an advance. But that advance is not, I mean, unless you're, you know, Michelle Obama or, you know, someone of that nature and you're getting $65 million, but the average um, new author does not get that kind of an advance. And so it's not really enough money for you to sustain um, a lifestyle on. Um, but I just wanted you to be aware of that. Now, the other option that a lot of people choose is self-publishing. But self-publishing is going to cost you a little bit more because you're going to be paying for all of those individual things that you need to do to get your book ready for publication and distribution, okay? So when I say paying for all those little things, you, you're gonna have to pay someone to edit your book, okay? And I'm not talking about proofreading and grammar. I'm talking about a content editor for your book. A good content editor may take up to uh, two, three, four weeks to really get through your book, depending on how long your book is. And that's going to cost a pretty penny. Then you're going to be paying for all of the fees related to um, creating your um, book cover, the typesetting, and all of those things that it takes to actually materialize your book, right? But the good thing is, is that um, you have more control over the process, right? Um, you will be able to decide, you know, the, the speed at which your book gets published. If you're working with a traditional publisher, sometimes it may take a year, two, three years, you know, because number one, you're not their only client. But if you're doing a self-publishing route, you're working for yourself. So, you know, you will get your book published and distributed 
much quicker if you are working um, by yourself as a self-publisher. Now, one of the downsides is that if you are self-publishing, unless you're working with an author coach, if you're just going on Amazon self-publishing or Ingram Spark um, Publishing to self-publish your book, you're really not going to have a lot of help, you know, making these major decisions, right? You can click on the FAQs if you want to, but you're not going to have someone that's really hand-holding you and helping you to make some really serious decisions about your book. So that's the only thing, right, about self-publishing. But you get to keep most most of your royalties. You can actually... Um, request you know obviously you can order your own copies of your book and sell them and keep all of your money and so those are some of the benefits of self-publishing the speed in which you can get your book you get to keep you have all of the control over your book and then um, the royalties you get to keep most of your royalties and then if you sell your book yourself you get to keep all of um, the proceeds from your sale all right so then there's a third approach you can decide to work with a company that has like a hybrid approach. And to me, the hybrid approach is like the best of both worlds. I actually worked with um, a small indie woman-owned publishing company, right? In the, she's out of um, actually Tampa, Florida. And so with the hybrid approach, uh, her company was responsible for the actual distribution of the book and making sure that the content that I submitted to her was actually materialized and turned into a book and made available for sale. And so if you're not familiar with the term distribution, distribution simply means taking your content, materializing it and turning it into a book and making it available for sale in the market and then having it distributed to different channels. When I say having your book distributed to different channels, that means that once your book is materialized and you have an ISB number, ISBN number assigned to your book because there's no book that can be sold or distributed in the supply chain that does not have an ISBN number. Once you have an ISBN number assigned to your book, then your book is ready for sale and distribution. And so I want I want to make sure that you are aware of that. And so once your book is ready for sale and distribution, your book can be distributed nationwide. Your book can even be distributed worldwide. Okay, I have Google searched my books and have found them in London at bookstores, online bookstores in London. My books are available because they were distributed properly to Amazon, Target, Walmart, Barnes and Nobles, and then other different kinds of um, bookstores that I've, I've never even heard of. So that's what I mean when I say that your book is distributed. It goes to different retailers so that you can get paid. I mean, so that you can get more visibility, right? And you can decide as an author, hey, I don't want my book to be distributed. I want to be the person that sells my book so that I keep all of my money. And that is perfectly your choice if you are a self-publisher. Now, remember, as a traditional publisher, you can't do that. The publishing company is going to retain the rights and the control over your book. As a self-publisher, you can decide, I don't want my book distributed. I want to sell my book myself. That's perfectly okay, right? So... Um, if you choose to do that, then you're, you're going to put in a lot of work marketing your book. 
But if you say, hey, I want to uh, distribute, I want to sell my book myself and I want to have Target, Walmart and all of these other places distribute my book, you got more eyes on your book and more chances that you'll be able to, you know, sell more books and then you get royalties off of those sales as well. So I hope that that kind of explains the differences, the benefits um, between self-publishing, traditional publishing, and a hybrid approach. I personally will recommend a hybrid approach because you get the best of both worlds. And not only that, I actually was very fortunate that the publishing company that I work with, she also served as my author coach. And so I was able to get coaching and distribution. Just It was like the best of both worlds. All right, so I hope that that was helpful. So now that you understand a little bit more about publishing and distribution and getting your book really out there on the market, if you choose to go the hybrid approach or the self-publishing approach, guess what? It's all on you to make sure that people know about your book, right? And let me just tell you this. People buy into you before they buy into your book, okay? And I've seen a lot of times different authors on different platforms, you know, they'll post, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. Why am I buying your book? What connection has that person made in, it made with their audience, right? You don't just want to be posting, posting, buy my book, buy my... You need to make a connection. People will buy into you. They will buy into your life story. People will buy into whether or not they like you before they buy your book. Okay, so I really want you to understand that it's important to build a rapport. It's important to build um, a sense of, you know, trust and relationships with the people that you want to buy your book. The more that you engage and they understand your story, they know a little bit about you, be a little vulnerable, share a little bit about your backstory. People that can relate to you, they'll, they'll want to support you. They will want to buy your book. I personally have never posted the words, buy my book. But what I will do is tell you about my story, how I became an author, what I've done, you know, and, 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 and the joy that I get being an author. So now you know I'm an author. So now you're probably going to look for my book. And if I'm connecting with you and I'm engaging with you, guess what? You're probably going to buy my book because you just, you're vested in who I am as a person. So I really want you to know that. And so some other things that you can do. Uh, when you're promoting your book, um, first, obviously, you want to make sure that you're investing in professional marketing material, right? If you have a business, right, and maybe you are a boutique owner or something like that, those clients might not necessarily care about the fact that you're an author. So you may need to consider creating a page that's on your Instagram account that's strictly about your author journey, right? So for my business, Flights and Stilettos, I have a page, Flights and Stilettos. And I try to tailor that content to those people that just want to know about travel style, right? And then I have my second page, Kenya, at Kenyatta Gray, the author, because though that audience, they only care about Kenyatta as an author. They don't, they could care less about 
um, the travel stuff. So I really want you to be intentional when you start to market your book and make sure that you know you're you, you can cross promote, but you need to make sure that you are um, giving the audience the content that they expect when they visit your page. Um, the other thing is, is that you may want to consider if you're going to go the hybrid approach or the self-publishing uh, route, you want to make sure that you have a platform from which to sell your books. Yes, yes, I know Cash App, we do all of that business now, but we're talking about you being a professional, right? And so you're going to want to establish an author website. So if you want to, if someone ever was interested in looking me up, they can go to KenyattaDateGray.com and you'll see everything about me, my journey, and my books on my website. Okay, um, and it's okay if you don't have, uh, if you if you're not able to have like a fully new designed website. There are different kinds of commerce websites that you can go to. I think one is like Big Cartel, but you want to create a platform by which you can sell your books in a professional manner. And I already talked about creating a, a separate Instagram page just for your authorship journey, as well as a Facebook business page that speaks to um, all of your journey about your book. Once you have your book and you launch your book in this virtual age, you can definitely host virtual book signings. You can host all of these virtual events. You can team up with other authors to talk about your book. Another opportunity, um, other, other opportunities that I think are really great are to get on different podcasts and talk about your book. And one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that when you know that you are in the process of writing and publishing a book, you need to start talking about your book at least six months in advance, right? And you kind of figure, well, if I'm talking about my book for six months, people are going to get tired of hearing my book. No, they're not. You need to figure out how to keep your content engaged and just take them on the journey about your book and your story. All right. And so um, one of the other things is that um, you also want to utilize author pages to try to promote your book. So, for example, if you distribute your book on Amazon, you have the ability to create an author page on Amazon. So imagine, you know how many people are on Amazon, right? If you create an author page on Amazon, that's your moment to tell all of these people all the wonderful things about you and your journey as an author and list your books, okay? But this can only happen if your book has, has been distributed um, to uh, Amazon and, and, you know, they have accepted your book and you actually will be selling your books on Amazon, all right? And then um, one of the other things that I think is a great idea is once you have your books, um, you know, created and, you know, they're ready to go, consider giving a couple of copies to some friends of yours so that they can read your book and give you an honest review. Because, you know, we live in an age where people want to know something about you, your book, your products before they invest in the products. And so it's good to have people to actually read your book and give you an honest review and actually write that review on Amazon or your own author website um, so that, you know, people can get an idea of what they're getting into if they buy your book. 
And so I hope that this information was very helpful to you. And I, does anyone have any questions? I'm looking for questions. So again, I am Kenyatta Gray. I'm an author of five books. And actually, um, if you want more information, I released um, a, an ebook and it's called So You Want to Be an Author. This is what it looks like. It's a free resource and I made it free because it's the resource that I never had when I wanted to become an author. And so it will kind of go through these 10 steps that you can take a look at and, you know, it'll help you to plan to become an author. But like I said, the work really is it's on you. It's on you. So are there any questions? I'm looking in the in the uh, comments and I don't see too many questions at this time, but I am certainly available. Uh, my information is. My business uh, handle is at Flights in Stilettos and my author handle is at Kenyatta Gray, the author. So I hope that this information was helpful for you. And if you are going to be a new author, I wish you the best because there is no bigger and no greater sense of accomplishment than actually becoming an author. Let me tell you, every time I hold my book in my hands, I'm like, I did that. It's, it's a huge thing. And you actually join a community of people who understand, you know, what that journey was like and what that sense of accomplishment was like once you became an author. So again, at the end of the day, it really goes down to your why. Your why is going to be what drives you to complete your book, right? It's that simple. So this has been an amazing opportunity to talk with you all. The night before Thanksgiving, I know that I have to get ready to uh, go back and cook. So I wish you all the very best. And um, again, I'm looking for questions. I don't see any at the moment. And so if there are no questions, I am going to definitely uh, wrap this up and call it a night and wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving.